Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Temin here on Federal News Network. Most of the artificial intelligence innovation is taking place in the consumer sector, perhaps not enough in the defense industry. But some new research shows how extensively the largest defense contractors are investing in AI startups to supplement their internal AI spending. For what's going on, we turn to a researcher at Georgetown University's Center for Security and Emerging Technology, Noor Luong. Ms. Luong, good to have you in studio. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. And what were you looking at here? The fact that there is just not enough investment in AI for national security needs or, or what's going on here? Yeah, so this report was looking into a couple of things. I think it would be helpful to break this down into three parts. First, we study why artificial intelligence is important. The reason why we're looking into artificial intelligence is because it is a disruptive emerging technology, and it also has dual-use capabilities as well. And we also know that militaries around the world are viewing AI as critical to their country's economic development, national security, and societal welfare in general. And we also looked at the largest global defense companies. And the reason for this is because these are really significant suppliers of emerging technologies such as AI to militaries around the world. And they are also important integrators of emerging technologies, cutting-edge technologies, including AI, biotech, et cetera, into large defense systems and platforms. And so it's really important for us to understand the reality of AI innovation within these major defense companies. So there are a couple of ways for them to develop their AI capabilities. One approach that we can actually observe is their private equity investment activity in AI companies. And so in our report, not only did we track their mergers and acquisition activity, we also tracked their private equity, venture capital investment in AI companies. The reason why this is important is because they may be interested in investing in or acquiring AI companies to access external AI innovation for a couple of reasons. One, they're doing this because they want to remain competitive in the emerging tech market. As you know, tech giants like Microsoft, Google, et cetera, are leading in AI innovation. And so this is very important for them to remain competitive. And two, investment in M&A are actually perhaps going to give them the advantage over competitors that only focus on AI in-house R&D. And the last point is when you look at the U.S. defense landscape, they potentially see themselves as a bridge between the DOD and the private sector. So all of these components together really help us understand the state of innovation within these major defense companies. And the companies you looked at are like Northrop Grumman and Lockheed and Absolutely, all of yeah. Paris, those types of companies. The largest, the 50 largest global defense companies. And what is the extent collectively of their investment in AI over the last, what, couple of years? The data tells us that few of the top global 50 defense companies are investing in acquiring AI companies. And specifically, 11 of the 50 global defense companies are using this mechanism to acquire external AI innovation. And that struck you as low. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 11 out of 50 companies. And in terms of M&A, there are only five defense companies that actually acquire six AI companies. We observed between 2013 and 2020. Yeah. So that's a pretty low pace of acquisition and investment then. Absolutely. Do we know the dollar value added up? Yeah. So they made a total of 52 investment transactions in AI companies over those period of time. 
And the total amount is around $1 billion in disclosed value. The reason why we say disclosed value is because some of the transactions, you know, obviously they don't disclose their transaction value. So we don't observe those. Yeah. So in the grand scheme of things, it ain't much really then, is it? Exactly. We're speaking with Noor Luang. She's a research analyst at Georgetown University's Center for Security and Emerging Technology. And what about the internal investments in growing natively within the companies of these 50 companies, their AI capabilities? Is it possible to see in to what they're doing? Yeah, so that is one mechanism that we can possibly look into, although we don't have access to the internal data, so it's very difficult to see that. That's one gap in our research. We only look at You have to go to China to get that. (laughs) If they're actually tracking our internal R&D. So, yeah, absolutely. If we have the chance to do it, I think if this defense company is actually thinking about, you know, looking for ways to improve their AI development, they could potentially track their own progress using their internal data. Right. So then is it the conclusion of your study that there is simply not enough investment going on in AI by the top 50 defense contractors to serve national security needs? The conclusion is they are not relying much on this mechanism to access the external AI innovation that is being developed in the commercial sector. So there are different ways that could potentially do this. This is not to say that they're not developing AI capabilities and capacity at all. This is to say that they are not relying much at a significant level on this mechanism. Because we know there are many, many startup and mid-sized companies specifically in that business. And you see Microsoft buy them from time to time, and maybe Google buys them or Alphabet buys them from time to time. So there's competition for those assets, correct? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of innovation is happening in the commercial sector, as you already list a couple of the tech giants that are doing a lot in terms of injecting capital flow into these companies and also investing in their own internal R&Ds. And yeah, there's a lot of capital going around in the private sector. I think if the defense companies are really serious about investing in AI and developing their AI capabilities, I think they should look in this direction. And looking at it from the point of view of the Defense Department, they do have mechanisms for getting at AI outside of those large companies. The Defense Innovation Unit, the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, the Jake, they are using, to a large extent, other transaction authority to quickly buy technology from some of these startups and some of these innovative companies. So maybe the question is the lack of investment by the large defense contractors may not net out that big of a problem for DOD, which has other ways to get the AI into the department. We are interested in answering that question as well. We know that the DOD, particularly the U.S. Defense Innovation Unit, has been screening a lot of non-traditional suppliers, such as AI startup, for their cutting-edge technologies, right? But the issue is the defense contractors or the largest global defense companies are the ones that are doing you know, integration and also supplying large equipments that are important to our existing large systems and defense you know, Right. So platforms. the next generation tank is AI enabled. It's probably best if it's integrated by the builder of the tank, in other words. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the AI requirements of military are a little bit more rigorous, say, than if you're making five flavors of cookies and you want to know what's selling here and where and so I can direct my bakery operations to the current demand. That's a very different AI need than a military application, which has to be auditable, has to be transparent. It has to be according to doctrine of the military. It can't make its own decision and so on. The requirements are much tougher, aren't they? 
Absolutely. And they also have the DOD in mind when they are developing these kind of technologies for our war fighting capabilities and so on. They also know how to navigate our bureaucracy, understand the laws and regulations in order to actually successfully integrate those technologies into our existing systems. All right. So what's your bottom line advice? So we're not saying that these largest defense companies are not doing AI. We're saying that one approach that we can actually look into shows that they are not using it as much. The mechanism is being underused. What they could potentially do in the future is to leverage the AI innovation that is being developed in the commercial sector. And another thing that I want to mention is one major difference that we noticed between the defense companies that actually invested in AI companies and those that did not is whether they actually have a venture capital subsidiaries. Right? These subsidiaries are basically those that can go out and scan any rapidly developed AI capabilities in the commercial sector. And these companies are huge. So having a division that can actually go and invest in AI companies could be really helpful. So in the future, if that is the direction that they can potentially explore, that would be great. And perhaps one reason of the sluggish pace of investment in these startups and innovative companies by the defense contractors is maybe they want to keep their subcontracting options open. Yeah, we don't know. There are a lot of ways that they could potentially be developing AI, right? They could probably invest in industrial research and development. They could be investing directly into universities or, you know, establishing subcontract relationships with other industry players or the militaries. So these are very important mechanisms that we should probably further explore. But that needs internal data, which, you know, the defense companies and the DOD have access to. And we highly recommend them further looking into this. All right. Well, you've got your next research assignment then. Noor Luong is a research analyst at Georgetown University's Center for Security and Emerging Technology. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Podcast One or wherever you get your shows. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.